It's a cold, dreary day here in North Carolina on the first day of March. March? Wow. How did February come and go without me publishing even one episode? I have no good reason for not showing up here consistently, other than the fact I've been working on some other projects, and this podcast kind of got put on the back burner. But I miss sharing fun writing tips and reading my book for you. So I will at the very least show up every Friday for the rest of 2024 with a fantasy fiction episode. Today, I have chapter 41 of The Dragon Collector for you. In this chapter, Javen opens his big mouth and starts the ticking time bomb that makes collecting his first dragon a near impossibility. But it's that ticking time bomb that helps speed up the story and send it spinning toward its climax. Tune in to find out just how long he has to collect that elusive first dragon and what's at stake if he fails. Let's go to Xandador! It's Fantasy Fiction Friday! That means it's time for an escape break with author DK Drake. This is the part of the show where your host, author DK Drake, reads you a snippet of one of her stories. So if you're intrigued by a world where dragons exist and people live for hundreds of years, stay tuned for a show designed for sheer entertainment purposes. Still here? Fantastic. Prepare for adventure, for you are now entering the land of Xandador. Chapter 41. A Dragon or Death. My son is right, Omri said, quieting the crowd. Many of you have never witnessed a battle for the throne. It is a time of adventure, anticipation, and exhilaration as the bravest among you put their lives on the line to conquer dragons. Micah will compete for me as my proxy, so every dragon he hunts, he hunts for me. When the battle is over and Micah is the victor, I will retain my throne and be the first hunter king to control eight dragon stalkers. If all eight survive once you put us together, Serenity said. She shifted her feet on the stage behind Omri and spoke to her stalker companions. I can barely tolerate the three of you. We don't much like you either, Dahlia said. But I can't have another Dawn Stalker to compete with. I am the most beautiful of us all and want to keep it that way. Get over yourself, Vasilis said, coasting over the stage. You can't even fly. You can't teleport. Javen was rather amused by the insults the stalkers were shooting at one another, but Ravier's sharp response reminded him of the seriousness of the human conversation underway. I object, Ravier said. The law explicitly prohibits the reigning king from competing, and there is no law stating a proxy competitor is allowed. There is now, said Omri. I hereby declare that anyone can enter the battle for the throne as a proxy for the current ruler. Any dragon stalkers won by the proxy belong to the ruler and qualify as his stalkers. Anyone here opposed to such a law? Javen wanted to oppose him, but Ravier shook his head, indicating not to make such a move. No one else risked opposing him either. Good, Omri said. Then it is set. Micah, enter the battle. Gladly. Micah pushed past Ravier, descended the stairs, and pranced to the column on the opposite corner from Javen. Just like what happened with Javen, the column lit up and vibrated when Micah touched it. He stepped back, and Javen could tell by the oohs and ahs of the crowd that his handprints remained and the vertical line of four triangles were appearing above his handprints. The people around Micah began slapping his back and wishing him good luck in the battle. Javen, on the other hand, still stood alone. Now... Omri said, regaining control of the crowd. It is time to finish what we gathered here for today. But because we have made Vasilis wait so patiently, he will get to feast on Esmeralda as well as a man who used to be my trusted commander. 
He betrayed me 15 years ago and has been in hiding ever since. Today, it is my pleasure to finally deliver justice to Ravier. I thought you might recognize me, Ravier said. You were foolish to come here. Perhaps, but for the first time in 400 years, we have two competitors in a battle for the throne. Javen will collect his dragons, and you will be out of power. My sacrifice is worth it. His sacrifice? Now his mother and grandfather were going to die? This wasn't right! They were supposed to prevent the execution, not add to it. Javen turned to Aster. Aster, what's happening? Ravier knew this was a possibility. Several soldiers led Ravier to the place on the stage beside Esmeralda. He is sacrificing his life so you can compete. That's not the plan! I already told Omri that Esmeralda was acting in his best interest by activating the portal. He was supposed to let her go. Javen watched Vasilis soar over the castle walls and began to circle back toward the stage. We have to save her, and Ravier. How do we do that now? We don't. The goal was to present you as a competitor and get Omri to accept your entry. We did that. You mean you never thought we could save my mom? No. Javen began to hyperventilate when Omri snapped his fingers. Vasilis, your feast! It's about time, Vasilis said, zeroing in on the stage. Tears filled Javen's eyes as he looked helplessly at his mother. Still strong and confident, Esmeralda mouthed the words, I love you, to Javen. He mouthed the same words back and looked at Ravier. His face turned to stone as he returned Javen's look and simply said, Win. The dragon was fifty feet away and gaining quickly when Javen yelled, Stop! Me for them! He yelled, running to the stairs, Me for them! Me for them! Vasilis, wait! Omri held up his hand to stop this dragon from feasting for a second time and began walking toward the staircase. What did you say? Vasilis screamed a stream of fire into the air, dusting the crowd with ashes. That's twice now, boy. You mess with my meal again and I'm coming for you. Vasilis skirted the stage and resumed his holding pattern above the crowd. Despite the threat of the dragon, Javen rushed up the stairs. Me for them, he said, breathless. If I don't collect my first dragon within a month, you kill me instead of them. Then the battle is over and the throne remains yours. And if you do? Omri asked. You let them go and see how the battle plays out. Interesting. Omri crossed his arms and studied Javen. Javen, Ravier said, that's suicidal. Let us go. You don't need the added pressure of a month's timetable to collect your first dragon. I can't stand here and watch you die, not when I can do something about it. Javen turned to Omri. Well? Agreed, Omri said, but with one exception. You have a week. A week? That's not enough time. It's all the time I will allow. Return here in one week. If you return with a dragon, I will release these prisoners. If you return without a dragon, I will have my dragons kill you instead of them. If you fail to return at all, my dragons will kill these prisoners and then come for you. Don't do it, Javen, Esmeralda pleaded. Your life is more important than both of ours. Javen heard her desperate words but dared not look at her. He wouldn't be able to do what needed to be done otherwise. I have your word that you'll let them go if I return here in one week with the dragon? You have my word. You can't trust him, Javen, Ravier said. We're dead either way. The people are my witnesses, Omri said. He turned to address the crowd. Good people of Zendador, the execution scheduled for today will have to wait. Vasilis, off to your hunting grounds to eat your meal. 
I had a craving for humans, but anything will do at this point, Vasilis said and flew away as swiftly as he had arrived. Now, Omri continued, I order you all to return in one week's time. You will either witness an execution of these rebels, or meet this young collector's first dragon. He climbed on the back of his midnight stalker. Now get back to your homes and back to work. Serenity spread her wings and took off, carrying the Dark King with her. With the dragon gone, the soldiers immediately surrounded Esmeralda and Ravier. Take them to the dungeon, Micah ordered, having returned to the stage from the back staircase. I believe in you, Javen, Esmeralda said as the soldiers led her away. Good luck. Ravier, on the other hand, said nothing. Judging by the incensed look on his face, he wasn't as confident in Javen's collecting skills as his mother. Once the stage cleared, Micah walked up to Javen and whispered in his ear, I will meet you on the battlefield. Don't expect to survive the encounter. With that, Micah sprinted across the stage, jumped on Eli's back, and ran the dragon. With that, Micah sprinted across the stage, jumped on Eli's back, and ran the dragon back through the castle gates. Javen watched them disappear, then closed his eyes and took a deep breath. One week. He had one week to collect his first dragon. Or die. If you enjoyed today's Escape Break episode, but don't want to wait to find out what happens next, click on over to authordkdrake.com. There you can become a DK Drake insider, secure your free starter library, and access all the books from the Dragonstalker Bloodline saga that are available for sale on Amazon. In the meantime, I dare you not to dream of dragons tonight.